crime in me. I've diagnosed some people. I think it's been pretty accurate. Definitely done my fair share of psychiatry work. I've prescribed a few pills, you know. Crime in me. We are in no way responsible for the things that come out of our mouths. We are not experts, although we may claim to be, so don't take anything that we say too literally. We are not laughing at the crimes, we are laughing at each, each other. other. <laughs> Hello oh. and welcome to this week's episode of Criminy. We're your hosts, Matt and Angela. I said that like it was a question. Criminy. <laughs> this is what it is. Welcome to Criminy. Welcome. Wh- where we tell you fucked up things. And uh, bear with us. It's getting harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting harder to write these. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's just say working retail during um, the holiday month is a bit insane. Um, so... I've had like zero it's, time to write. <laughs> it's holiday month during pandemic year. It's a special time. <laughs> it's a special time in our hearts. They keep saying things like unprecedented and just charming <laughs> what we're going through these days. Mm, so uh, I'm going first. Oh, I should actually find my page. That okay. would be helpful. So... <laughs> Basically, it took me, yeah, like I said, I've had no free time. So I found this thing and then I was reading it and I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I didn't really realize until I realized that it's not fully concluded yet. They're still in court. Oh. (laughs) So yeah, for the ones like that where they're still in court, it'd be cool to do like an update. But then it's so hard to find any information. Like the whole, I don't know if y'all know this, but Scott Peterson was like going to go to court. And I think that he did. But then it's like hard to find anything. So I was like, oh, I can't wait to like find out what's going on with that. And then mom was like, I think he's in court right now. Yeah, I I think it's still in process. So it's so hard when those happen because it's like you want an update, but then it's hard to find an update. Yeah, so if in the future I find an update, I will either just, like, do a, you know, a quick update before my case, or if there's actual, like, meat and bones, then maybe, like... Ew. An up- <laughs> <laughs> Why meat and bones? Because <laughs> it's real juicy and thick. Ew! And meat and bony. <laughs> Ew. Have you never heard that before? Am I using that correctly? Did I just I, make that up? <laughs> I have no idea. I think it's meat and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I went with bones because, you know, we're like talking about crime and, you know, things. Mm, bones. Okay. Finding sure, yeah. bo- bo- bone bodies. <laughs> the meat it's and better bones. when they It's better when they have meat on them because you can, you know, sometimes identify them. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, f- for all sure. All around, it's like all around better if there's meat and bones. Look at you being all like <laughs> related to what we're talking about. I'm I- a forensic scientist, so, <laughs> you know. You know what? Okay, so I always thought it'd be like really cool to 
be like a forensic whatever but then like after watching all these tv shows like crime shows and stuff and then they have to like go into a room with like a dead body and just like the smell alone i feel like i could not handle it i'd be like so unprofessional oh Ange, let me tell you a trick of the trade you just put (laughs) a little vix vapor rub underneath your nose you know or if you want you could get humblebee herbals vapor rub which is all natural and very that would probably be better because i feel like i just like burn out my upper lip (laughs) <laughs> By just like piling on a whole like bucket of it. That's humblebeeherbal.com. Code CRIMINY20 for 20% off your first order. That was good. Okay. Okay. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. So you would just be like discouraged by the body smell? Well, because mom and dad have been watching um, Law and Order Criminal Intent. And it's, like, really good. But then the guy, the lead detective, he, like, always goes down and bends down and, like, smells the body. (laughs) Or, like, smell their mouth or whatever. Uh, And uh, I'm, like, he always finds out, you know, like, information from doing that. But I feel like I would see, like, a dead body and I would just, like, freak out. I just, I mean, I guess you develop, like, you know, some kind of, uh, what's it called? (laughs) Tolerance. Yeah. But I, ugh. Okay, yeah, this isn't about it... me. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, well, you're not going to be a coroner anytime soon. No, I mean, I think it'd be fascinating, but I could not handle it. Yeah. I think you just get used to it. Well, it's a very special group of people who can right. do that stuff. Anyway, so I got <laughs> I got a majority of my information from an article on the Daily Beast, but then I took, like, snippets from... KIRO7.com and Wikipedia and NBCnews.com. Cool. So, on November 15th of this horrible, horrible year, 2020, that, so just about a month ago. Yeah, that was so recently. At 9 p.m., police were called to the home of Chris Hallett, who's 50, to investigate gunshot. Like, they, someone reported gunshots um, in the house. And when they got to 16062 Southwest 34th Court Road. That was in... the weirdest way to say that. <laughs> it's a weird Did you say 16062? <laughs> That's how I math. How do you? <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> I mean, I'd probably just read all the numbers out individually, I guess. But I, I, I shortened it to make it. 16,062? I mean, I feel like there's so many ways to say that. Look, that's the way my brain told me to say it, okay? You're just a creative type. I get it. I get it. (laughs) Anyway, they went to this house in Marion Oaks, Florida, and they found Chris dead lying on the kitchen floor with gunshot wounds. The shell casing, or there were shell casings and live bullets scattered around the house. And then they also found a woman and a child hiding in a back bedroom. Oh, no. Wait, before, I mean, that's awful. But what is a live bullet? I think a not, a not fired one. So like okay. a, a complete bullet, if you will. So there's like the bullets and scattered around. Apparently. And, okay. And this woman and child hiding. Are in okay. A, yeah. Okay. Ugh. Okay. So the police talked to the woman and child and took their statements. Mm-hmm. 
they said that they were in a in a back bedroom when they heard what they thought were firecrackers going off in the kitchen or like they've heard one firecracker going off in the kitchen weird okay and they were like what's that noise so they walked out towards the kitchen and they saw chris standing with a quote pained look on his face uh oh and a woman they recognized as neely petrie blanchard who's 33 standing behind him holding a pistol that appeared to have been fired and jammed chris they saw chris saying oh shit oh god please no (gasps) and then the woman who shot him replied you're hurting my children you bastard (gasps) and this was in front of the child too Uh uh-huh And then the woman immediately grabbed her daughter and they ran towards the back of the house to hide. And they heard Neely fire more shots into Chris. Oh. So then a nationwide be on the lookout. Wait, they saw her. They saw her, I kind of have a feeling, because you keep saying things that are hinting at, like, this is the the story that was told. But... Oh. And maybe not accurate, but I mean, had this been the real story, they saw her and she didn't see them or she saw them and she she kept shooting? No, see what happened. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I wrote it somewhere else, but uh, the woman, so they hear, they hear a firecracker, what they think is a firecracker. Mm -hmm. They go out from the back bedroom towards the kitchen. They see this woman pointing a gun at Chris. Chris, They see Chris like... Be like, oh, my God, and kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then they think that the gun jammed or something, but then apparently she, like, pointed it towards the woman and the child, and the oh. woman, like, grabbed her daughter oh. and, they ra- and like, ran to the back bedroom. And okay. then Neely didn't... F- she didn't follow them. She just kept shooting at Chris, and then she left. Okay. So... A nationwide be on the lookout bulletin was issued for Neely Petrie Blanchard. Mm-hmm. In a twist of luck, the bulletin was seen by a deputy in Londes County, Georgia, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> who happened to be the brother of one of the Marion County deputies on the case. The Georgia wow. de- the Georgia deputy called his brother in Florida to get more details of the suspect's vehicle, and a short while later. Um, he was, uh, he was at the, ga- at a gas station and he found Neely at this gas station what? and arrested her and transported her to the Londes County jail as the only, as the only named suspect in Chris's murder. What are the chances? Right? Very weird. Yeah. He's like, oh, tell me more about that car. Oh, hey, it just pulled up. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> she claimed to be a sovereign citizen and that they had no right. <laughs> Love n- it. Yes. No right to arrest her. That's exactly right. Sheriff Ashley Polk said, she's one of these people who claim they're not part of the United States. Sovereign people. They don't believe any of the laws apply to them. Obviously, she's not leaving. Like he was referencing or she was referencing because um, Neely wanted was like, you have to let me go. You can't keep me here. Oh, yeah. I'm a sovereign citizen. Your rules don't apply. No. 
So what the hell is going on, you might ask? Yeah, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Well, you see, we have to go back in time. I'm not exactly sure what time, but... uh, Sometime? Sometime. Okay. Anyway, a little while ago, you know, like seven years ago, Neely, uh, a Kentucky resident, gave birth birth to twin girls Isabella and Adriana okay okay I I don't know much about her life I don't know any really anything there's like no information about her really but yeah but I also because like I'm like it's so new maybe no one's had the need to look into her you know I just yeah I don't understand how some like some stories get really in-depth you know like a journalist will go and do like the whole in-depth story behind it all and then some stories that i think are like super interesting we just can't find anything about anyone right and it's like where i guess we just need more journalists who like really dig in and find out what's going on Mm-hmm. because i feel like that happened with mine too where i was like i want to know more about like what's happening and there just wasn't the information right so we just got to become journalists i guess now I guess bottom lines, we've got to go investigating. <laughs> got to get our Sherlock Holmes hats and our magnifying glasses and go yeah. investigating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, somewhere along the way, so she has these twin girls. Somewhere along the way, she lost custody of these children. Oh. So I'm not exactly sure what happened to make her lose right. custody. There's like no information. But her mother got custody of the girls, and she was allowed supervised visits only. Mm. That's hardcore. Yeah, so something must have happened. She must have done something not good. Mm -hmm. So naturally, she wanted custody. She wants custody back of her girls. Mm -hmm. In March of this year, she was visiting her girls at her mother's house. Those poor little girls. And then somehow she was able to get them in the car and she no. kidna- kidnapped them that's not how you're gonna get custody back yeah she kidnapped her daughters from their grandmother's court-ordered custody in russellville kentucky and after delivering letters to local officials the letters featured strange legal language to claim custody of her children oh oh because she's sovereign now right so she doesn't yep. need to one of the thi- one of the weird things she wrote was, "I am now not deemed dead lost at sea." Uh-huh. What the hell? Uh, okay, no one thought you were dead and lost <laughs> at sea, but thank you. Okay, so I am totally... also deemed not dead and lost at sea personally, you know? but I don't. So we'll totally give you your kids back. <laughs> Makes sense. Look, I'm not lost at sea. I'm not fucking dead. Give me my kids. <laughs> Something like that. Okay, good argument. Yes. Yeah. So naturally, an Amber Alert was issued on March yeah. 25th for her and the children. After days on the run, she was eventually discovered at Dawson Sp- in Dawson Springs, Kentucky, with her daughters hiding out with a group of sovereign citizens. Fancy that. She was indicted on two counts of custodial interference and one count of being a persistent felony offender. Ooh. But then she was free on bail of $10,000 in, in the Kentucky case. How are you going to get bail for kidnapping? 
Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, but she got bail, and while she was on bail is when she killed Chris Hallett. Ooh. Now, in Florida? Yeah. So she okay. was in Kentucky and then went right. to Florida. I don't know, like, if how much you guys, you guys, how much you know about so- the sovereign citizens, but I kind of needed to beef up my story so yeah i know i I know a little bit about it from when i was living up north because people you know that they're like really into that kind of a thing where they're like oh you should become a sovereign citizen all you need to do is like declare that you're a sovereign citizen and then you hear stories about like oh yeah this one guy on the mountain he's a sovereign citizen and he like you know you have to like give up your passport and shit and i was like well i like traveling so (laughs) 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 i'm not ready for this commitment (laughs) Well, let me just, I mean, I didn't go into a bunch of detail, but I kind of just like, yeah, fill us in, put some points, but many members of the sovereign citizen movement believe that the United States government is illegitimate. Mm -hmm. The sovereign citizen movement consists of individuals who believe that the county sheriff is the most powerful law enforcement officer in the country. I don't like that. Okay. With authority superior to that of any federal agent, elected official, or local law enforcement official. They are elected. I, yeah, I didn't get that, but I don't I like that at all. I thought, they didn't <laughs> have, I thought that they were like anti-establishment and like uh, law enforcement and stuff, but they aren't. They're like, oh, he is our president. <laughs> uh-huh. Interesting. Or she. Sorry. Or she. It's our yeah. president. Um, the movement can be traced back to the white extremist groups Uh-oh. like po- like Pose Comitatos. Tatus? Okay. Pose? P O S S E. Posse? Posse? Pos? Posse Comitatus. And the constitutional militia movement. Sovereign legal theories (laughs) reinterpret the Constitution of the United States through selective reading of law dictionaries. I mean, we all know law dictionaries. Yeah, law dictionaries, state court opinions or specific capitalization and Uh incorporate other details from a variety of sources not limited to the Uniform Commercial Code, the Articles of Confederation, the Magna Carta, Uh Uh the Bible, and foreign treaties. So basically they're just making a bunch of shit up. They just pick and choose what they like from different sources. You know, a.k.a. a lot of religious groups. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. I mean, that's it felt very reminiscent of that. And then Uh you said, like, the Bible and stuff. And I was Uh like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." Uh okay, so white supremacists and Uh religion. Yes. Good combination. Mm -hmm. Love it. Always a good mix. Some sovereign citizens also claim that they can become immune to most or all laws of the United States yes. by renouncing their citizenship, That's a right. process they refer to as expatriation, okay. which involves filing or delivering a non-legal document claiming to renounce citizenship in a federal corporation and declaring only to be a citizen of the state in which they reside oh. to any county clerk's office that can be convinced to accept it. So like That's you were why saying, the you just Articles gotta, like, of the Confederation or whatever come in because it's like states' rights. Yeah, exactly. It's like I answer only to my sheriff of my county mm-hmm. and to my state. Yep. Okay. Why you got to get like the Bible um, and shit involved in all this? I didn't realize all that. I just thought that they you like turn in like this piece of paper or whatever. Like, I'm not listening to you yeah, guys anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> put your fingers in your ears like no 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 i can't hear you I mean, uh, that's basically, basically what i thought it, it was is, but with like <laughs> you know guns and like making shit up yeah yeah, yeah. In 2010, the Southern Poverty Law Center estimated that approximately 100,000 Americans were hardcore sovereign believers, with another 200,000 just starting out by testing sovereign techniques for resisting everything from speeding tickets to drug charges. I mean, who wants to pay <laughs> a speeding ticket, right? You gotta contest it a little bit. <laughs> In surveys conducted in 2014 and 2015, representatives of U.S. law enforcement ranked the risk of terrorism from the sovereign citizen movement higher than the risk from any other group, including Islamic extremists, militias, racists, wow. and neo-Nazis. Wow. Right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm all for anarchy and whatever, but anarchists get a bad name. They yeah. weren't even on that list. No. I just believe that we all are, I mean, we all should be mature enough to kind of, like, govern ourselves. I mean, I know we that should, doesn't always but work, but we but should But we be. don't. That's why we have to fucking Well, that's because our society is so fucked up. We won't go into it. But anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so they're dangerous, <laughs> is what you're saying. According to some surveys and it makes sense, the FBI, though, they're dangerous. That there would be a huge southern population that's into this because of the whole states' rights thing. Yeah. And their, the history of them being kind of, like, Nazis. Right. <laughs> right. And kind of religious. Oh, my God. It makes yeah. so much sense. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, glad you're seeing clearly now. <laughs> well, I thought they were a lot cooler than they actually are, so whatever. I mean, well, yeah, when you just hear, like, oh, we just live in the mountains by ourselves and the government can't tell us what to do. We're just going to live peacefully in our little... I mean, honestly, though, the ones that were doing it up north weren't trying to be, like, all peaceful. They had, like, their no, weed farms the ones and their, the... like, guns. <laughs> exactly. They're the ones that are gun, like, armed to the teeth to protect their property. That's right. It's the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. Or I guess the old, old south. <laughs> old, old south. <laughs> Bring an old, old south to the wild, wild west. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So, going back to Neely and Chris, you see Neely had gotten the idea to kidnap her children and serve the local government with her insane ramblings and legalese papers from Chris Hallett. Because Chris was a bit, was big in the QAnon conspiracy group that she had been involved in. Oh, no. And she had been communicating with him for about four years before his death. I just got deja vu. Whoa. Like, you've told me this before, but I know you haven't. Weird. Yeah, no, I just, like, found this the other day. Crazy. Okay. See, Chris and his on-and-off-again business partner, Kirk Pendergrass, are popular with... that name. (laughs) I know. (laughs) They're popular with the QAnon followers as they offer legal advice and court services. Oh, God. Through a company called E Clause, <laughs> while neither man is registered as a lawyer or appear to have any <laughs> legitimate legal education, they promote their services to build a following among desperate mothers who have lost their oh, children no. and solicit donations for their services. Their their Facebook page is filled with documents, graphics, and articles about whether governments have the authority in many instances over individuals. Why are they going after vulnerable mothers? Like, I just... 
I mean, I don't want to say anything, like, controversial or whatever, but it does take a lot to remove a child from the home. Like, it takes right. a lot these days because the first, the first like, method is to, like, keep the child in the home no matter what. But if you, like, have to remove that child for safety purposes, then, like, why are you seeking advice from these assholes who, like, aren't even lawyers who, like, because don't... Because according to QAnon, the government are is a bunch of evil pedophiles who are trying to take your children from you and so they're saying like there's no reason your children should be taken from you they're your children they're being put in pedophile rings like we need to get our children back yeah unless you're like hurting your children then they do have a right to take them away because that child is like important and shouldn't be abused well, wouldn't you rather your child be abused than thrown in a pedophile ring? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I mean, right? God. QAnon is so dangerous. Okay, how about so, instead of, like, giving children back to, like, parents who aren't ready to have them, how about you, like, provide classes and resources for these parents so that they don't end up, like, hurting their children because they don't know any better or because they're, like had been abused themselves or you know any number of reasons why are you putting your resources into helping these people actually helping these people not just like getting their kids back but like making it so their kids won't be taken away next time nonsense parents know best (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) how did this eat like how oh i am all about a conspiracy like 100 (laughs) percent. i love a conspiracy for sure but like this is just batshit conspiracy yeah and it's becoming yeah. like mainstream yeah. and it's and, and there's so like, many people that believe this stuff it's insane what it's happened to the days insane. when our conspiracies were like not mainstream yeah what about ufo let's true. go back to ufos that's fun i mean ufos are real but like you know what i mean yeah like those kind of like alien conspiracies well it's like they're the conspiracies that happen <laughs> because the government because it's like true stuff and the government's like we need to make this so outlandish that people won't believe it kind of a thing and that like i'm all on board for those conspiracies because they're like accurate but then they're like the conspiracies like this where it's like they're totally out of left field they're uh-huh. definitely like made up and people are like all on board with this shit I mean, yeah, there are pedophiles in the government, 100%. There are a ton of pedophiles in, like, high-power positions. I'm not Mm going to deny that, but the rest of their shit's kind of... They said there are, like, all these tunnels underground where they're taking children and, like, drinking their blood and shit? Yeah, yeah, this is part of it, Uh Mm uh-huh. Okay, (laughs) okay, okay, so... uh, Wait, so she is... So she linked... He is part of the QAnon thing and she yeah. linked up with him to get her kids back yeah because he okay. posts like tons of videos and like you know he gives Ugh. like all this legal advice i like i watched a video i had to watch him and it is it is painful like he just is basically spewing legal verbiage like constantly like dead at sea <laughs> or whatever he, right just like constantly spewing all this stuff that mm-hmm. doesn't fucking make any sense but the way that he puts it together like if you're not all, if you're already like on this train of thought, yeah, you'd be like, oh, he's smart because like look right. at the words he's using, like he knows what he's talking he about. He clearly he's, did his research. Yeah, because he's like pulling yeah. up documents and like he had like PowerPoint type things. He's like pulling up documents and showing you like see these legal documents. Like here's what they're saying. Here's how to like avoid doing this and that. You know, he's giving all kinds of advice. Right. But apparently, Chris's legal services appear to 
have universally failed when they managed when they actually did manage to reach court. Because he's not so, a lawyer, right? <laughs> it's not easy to be but a lawyer. You got to know a lot of shit. You see, Angela. Yeah. He claimed that Donald Trump yes. had authorized him to create a separate legal system. <laughs> I shouldn't he, laugh. Like, it sounds like he has some mental illness going on. He like he tried using that in court once, and a yes. a, ju- a judge was like, "The court declines to entertain plaintiff's fantasy that he is acting on the behest of the president." Yeah, yeah, it's, it sounds like he's got some mental health stuff going on. And as you could probably guess, in fact, any whim- any woman that used his legal tactics usually ended up in even worse situations. Uh, yeah, this woman kidnapped her children. You're not going to get them back once you kidnap them. It's going to be a lot harder to get them back after you've kidnapped them. And (laughs) family court judges began to question the sanity of anyone who was convinced Trump had appointed a random Florida man to run a separate (laughs) legal system. (laughs) Uh, And rightfully so. I just hate this. Like, why are you preying on these women who all they want is, like, their children back? Why are you preying on them? I hate it. Leave mm-hmm. them alone. Let them, like, do the things they need to do to get their kids back. <laughs> well, he, he is telling them how to get their kids back. No, he's telling them how to lose their kids even further. <laughs> Look, you go get your kids. You're not part of the state anymore. You're sovereign citizens. That's right. They don't have any right to take your kids away and give them no. to pedophiles who are drinking the children's blood underground. Yes. Okay. Well, it's okay because Donald Trump is blowing up those tunnels, so. Good. They're going to have nowhere to take those children. They're, like, (laughs) entrusting a pedophile to, like, destroy all the other pedophiles so he can be, like, the supreme pedophile. It's like, How dare you? He (laughs) is not a pedophile. He is a prophet sent to help us. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I'm not kidding. That's what they believe. Yeah. No, Um, I know that's what they believe. I know it. So naturally, for whatever reason, Neely is really into the QAnon sense, Uh, as I like to say. I think. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And was like, wow, this guy's like super smart, Uh, right? So then he, yeah, so I told you before, she got in touch with him. He's like, you got to kidnap those babies. And she did. She was so into his ideas that she even had a vanity license plate that said E. Claws. See, this is just like, <laughs> this is just like so insane. This um, is insane. Yes, like that's even why if I... she started out okay as just like a vulnerable woman who like wants her children back, she like turned into just like insanity. Like they just buy into it so hard that I feel like it makes their brains into mush. Yeah, in fact. The picture that they used for the be on the lookout of her yeah. and the girls, she was wearing an E. Claus shirt and a hat that said, we the people. Okay. So they're just like merchandising the shit out of their <laughs> <Yes>. like, shit. <laughs> they're like, we're going to make hella money with all these like crazies. And let me tell you, obviously they don't have like a graphic designer because what? that shirt was just like not cute <laughs> so you're saying you're you're willing to take that job look i'm desperate for some good graphic design work <laughs> look i can make your e-claws look cute especially since like christmas is coming up we could have like e-claws santa claus cute. Ooh, cute <laughs> 
have E-Claws riding the sleigh. <laughs> it reminds me of Futurama. Oh, the yeah. Christmas episode where he, like, like the murders robot everyone. Santa. Yes. Oh, I love that episode. That's a great Christmas episode. That's a great show. That show yeah. is, like, fucking genius. Genius. <laughs> Loved it so much. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit yeah. about QAnon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't... Okay. Let's let's go down that rabbit hole. Let's do it. So um, I might have mixed up the order in which I typed this in. So, you know, bear with me. Anyway. It's going to be like how they do it. It's going to be all confusing yeah, yeah, yeah. to get yeah. you off balance so you believe it. <laughs> this is fascinating because, like, this conspiracy theory is turning into, like, a cult. Oh, and yeah. You know it's how I feel huge. about cults? It's like, hu- love it. Uh, fucking i mean it's like any religion it's like it's huge but it's like we're seeing it from the beginning and we're seeing we get to like witness how it's kind of like turning all these people who would be like you know functioning adults and now they're like out of their minds it's fascinating it's obvious how people like their natural instinct is to self-preserve yes and and when they're in a situation where they're feeling vulnerable they want to latch on to a group that has like a similar belief and then have someone to hate so that they can be like, it's not our fault. It's someone else's fault. Right. They're doing this to us. Well, and it has I'm... to be simple. It can't be like complex, like, oh, human beings are complex. We have all these like complex issues. It has to be like, give me one thing because it's too overwhelming to have like a bunch of things to like change. Yeah. It's easier right. just to like find a scapegoat. Exactly. And be like, that's the problem. So... QAnon, their whole thing is that there's this nefarious um, cabal. I love that word. Yes, me too. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> nefarious. A Thanks. nefarious cabal that teams yep. up with child protective services to abuse children. Um, okay, if, if it, there was, don't you think that child protective services would have a lot more financial resources than they do? <laughs> I'm just saying all those CWS workers are way overworked. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just what they want you to think. But they're being paid in beautiful, beautiful child blood. <laughs> you see, they don't Angela, need money. They don't use they currency. <laughs> yeah, once you're that high up, you don't need It's all about that currency. meat and bones, right? <laughs> it's the meat and bones of it. <laughs> now you're catching on. <laughs> yeah, now I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... In their world, Donald Trump is secretly at war with cannibal pedophiles in the Democratic Party. And, <laughs> yes. And that there is a, an imminent an imminent event known as the storm, where thousands of members of the cabal will be arrested and possibly sent to Guantanamo Bay prison or to face military tribunals. And the U.S. military will brutally take over the country. The result Ew. will be salvation and utopia on Earth. How is a brutal takeover? <laughs> I have no idea. What? This is so batshit. Also, like, oh, I don't. Okay, wait. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. My brain broke, but it's okay. Keep going. Trust me, I felt the exact same when I was reading this. Like, I'm not sure how being in a military state equals utopia, but. Yeah, also, how is Donald Trump the chosen one when he is a pedophile? (laughs) And, like, uh, okay, I know that, like, you know, Democrats, Republicans, whatever, it's not about party lines. It's about creepy-ass people, and there are creepy people on both sides, and I'm sure there are plenty of pedophiles on both sides of that coin. Yeah, of course. So, 
I don't know why it's all like party this and party that. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> um, the conspiracy theory began with an October 2017 post on an anonymous 4chan board by Q, who was presumably an American individual. Q claimed to be a high-level government official with Q clearance, which is like the top clearance, like the Q, you, you know, yeah, Q clearance. That's where they stop. Mm-hmm. Can't even do like all the way to Z, and you guys have to stop at Q. I mean, I think they're saving Z for like the moon, you know, like when you got oh, you got to save got it up. Clearance. I see. Yeah, you know, you can't just yeah, yeah. use it all on Earth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So this person claimed that they had access to classified information involving the Trump administration and its opponents in the United States. And although American in origin, there is now a considerable QAnon movement outside the United States, particularly in Europe, which, like, on behalf of the United States, I apologize to any country (laughs) that's been affected by these fucking morons. (laughs) Wait, that they also believe that shit, like, shit's happening Uh, in their countries, right? Not just, like, here. No, that it's, like, that whatever QAnon is spewing, they believe. There's a huge rising in Germany, which is like, uh-oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> come on uh-oh. now. No. You guys, didn't you learn? I mean, um, I thought we all learned from, you know, but. What? No. Okay. Some people uh-huh. gotta, some keep, people don't learn until they're Wait, you know, but what I'm saying, time. so they believe like in their government this is happening too? Or they're yeah, just like, oh, Donald all- Trump's gonna save us all? I think both. I think they believe okay. that it's happening in their government, that the child blood drinking and, you know, molesting is happening. You know what? But then Donald also... Trump got so lucky that people are crazy enough to, like, <laughs> create the story around him when he's blatantly just an a asshole buffoon. who's, like, f- like a criminal himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. How like oh my god, how do people rally against someone who's I, like clearly committed plenty of crimes mm-hmm. against and like human who beings clearly against should the country? Be committed. Yeah, he's the one that needs to be arrested and sent to Guantanamo Bay and all those like Republicans who signed that thing that said that they like do not agree with the election and shit like okay. Okay, no, okay, go mm-hmm, ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not <laughs> Well, our FBI, the FBI considers QAnon to be a possible domestic terrorist, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's accurate. They've, like, thought a lot of people are domestic terrorists where I'm like, eh, I don't think so. But these guys, I fucking think so. And fucking Trump, he amplified QAnon messaging at least 258 times by retweeting or mentioning 150 Twitter accounts affiliated with QAnon. Sometimes yeah, he's like, multiple times a day. He's like, thank God, like, these people are crazy enough to, like, support me. I'm going to, like, keep keep this up. I need, like, an army so I can take over the world. Oh, yeah, they would be an army for him for sure. Yeah, he's like a cartoon villain, but he, in real life, so it's scarier. But they also, I don't know if you're going to get into this, but they also believe that he has a clone. Are you going to get into this? No, so I didn't he, know about yeah, that. When he wears, like, a red tie, then it's, like, the real Donald Trump. But when he wears, like, a blue tie, it's, like, his <laughs> clone or, like, the fake. Or they, like, found some guy who, like, kind of looked like him and gave him plastic surgery to be, like, Donald <gasps> Trump or something. Oh, God. So he has, like, a duplicate. So you just have to like look at the ties to know which Could one's really talking to you. Your misfortune when you have to have plastic surgery to look like him. 
it's like oh man please i really don't want the hair like i'll do the face let's fine i'll gain a bunch of weight let's chill but i just don't want the hair (laughs) like no you got to dude it gets fucking crazy well his the QAnon followers they refer to trump as q plus Ew. So you they're know not they're even s- creative. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know they're a smart group when they're. They need leader. to like rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just the E clause; it's the whole QAnon. They need to rebrand. <laughs> I just feel like through this, it's just proof that they're not like the most creative or maybe intelligent. They're just like all out of their minds. Q plus. Okay. Q plus. Yeah. Well. You know they're smart when they're following a Cheeto. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But alas, these idiots view Trump as a messiah sent by God. Anyway, as I've said before, mental health care in America needs to drastically improve so that these followers can get help. Because Not just that, like, yes, mental health care, but also, like, quality of life. All these people are clearly, like, struggling right in life and they, they want like an to answer on to something yep you're right so we need to like yeah up the quality of life here where people mm-hmm. aren't like working dead-end jobs for no money and then it's like 40 hours a week isn't an excuse to like live a comfortable life since right. when right okay sorry yep I, Why, this one's yep. dangerous for like i know <laughs> i know as i got deeper i was just like oh Mom's going to hate that it's political, but it's this real crime story that's happening. And I just had to say it because it's fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah, this is bananas. (laughs) So I just for some just for fun, here are some predictions that this cult that that this cult had that, of course, none actually happened. So they have it's like it's like following the blueprint for religion because Uh it's like, oh, we're going to have like a doomsday or like. What's it called? Yeah, like a the the rapture or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a rapture, kind of and then we're gonna be la- left with like a utopia. Yes, they're just yeah. following the blue. They're like not exactly. even inventive. They're just like no. using the same old, same old. Exactly. So QAnon's first prediction was that Hillary Clinton was about to be arrested and would be <laughs> and and would attempt to flee the country. This oh, prediction so failed. starting out good. They're, mm-hmm. like, super accurate. Also, like, what's she going to be arrested for? Like, what? For eating children. Are you not following? Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm not following at all, but okay. No, I never, I never said she did in here, but uh, that's my I'll, guess. I'll um, try harder. <laughs> so it was predicted that the storm would take place on November 3rd, 2017, Okay, this is like every cult uh-huh. where it's like, oh, we just did the math wrong. Let's go back to the Bible and recalculate. Yeah, it's those goddamn Mayans made the calendar wrong. So we got, <laughs> you see, it's actually like you got to subtract 15 and add 32 right. and then you minus the square root of the longitude of the earth, you know? Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right. So, well, not the long, no, no, that's wrong because the earth is oh, flat. So it's oh. more like the... Just like the whole stretch of the earth, you just get a, a yardstick and end go from to one end. end to the other. Right. Everyone get your yardsticks too. out. <laughs> Ooh, we'll have one of, what was it like, hands across America, but it'll be yardsticks around the world. Oh, or cute. Across the world, sorry, not around. I didn't oh, mean also, to imply I feel like it was a, round. a yard is the U.S. measurement, right? They're oh, all going to be pissed uh, if we do that. Get the meter, meter sticks. A meter, get the meter stick. sticks out. Yeah, everyone get your meter sticks out. <laughs> 
meter sticks across the across. No, God, I can't keep saying across. Uh, yeah, across. Yeah, across. Not, not across. around. Yeah, not, not yeah. around. Across. Yeah. Okay. Yardsticks. God damn it. Meter sticks across the world. <laughs> We're branding that. We're oh. making t-shirts. That's ours. Yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah. have it. <laughs> and they predicted that a major event involving the defense apart the Department of Defense would take place on February 1st, 2018. That didn't happen. 2018? Oh yeah, they go back yep. to the 17s. Yep. Okay. To the 17s. I don't know. I started saying it. I was like, I, I gotta commit now. You it's mean coming out. to the Two zero seventeens. The twenty, yeah, the two zero seventeen. <laughs> the zero two zero seventeen. There we go. <laughs> um, they also predicted that people targeted by the president would commit suicide in mass on February tenth, twenty eighteen. They are just like going for bold <laughs> proclamations or predictions that are like mm-hmm. clearly provable or not. Yep. That didn't happen. They're going all out. They said there would be a car bombing in London around February 16th, 2018. A lot was supposed to happen that month. The Trump military parade would never be forgotten. The parade was canceled. What parade? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The five eyes would be around... Won't be... I don't know what this means. Okay, so this is like this is like when they're first starting out. You know, they're like all yeah. on board. They're like, we've been around for like a couple months now. We got to start making predictions. Let's all pile them into one month. We're going to make really big predictions <laughs> so that people can clearly tell if they happen or not. They don't fucking happen and they're yeah. still going on. But also, you're right. You got to at least predict it out like 10 years. Like, follow me and then in 10 yeah. years, the end of the world. Not like next month. Yes, because then people will actually, like, buy in. But if you're like, yeah, next month we're going to have, like, six natural disasters and they don't happen. But people are fucking still buying in. I mean, that's true. I clearly don't know. I'm, like, trying to, like, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, what would get me on board. And it's, like, this isn't directed at me, clearly, because I would not be on board. Yep. Nope. Not directed at us. Okay. Another one was that there was supposed to be some kind of bombshell revelation about North Korea and how, like, the North Korean government is our puppets to the U.S. government or something. Oh, God. Um, okay. No developments happened so far, you know? Well, except for Trump loves... Who's the leader now? Kim Il... Kim... Do you think the it's leader. because they could, like, share suits? Because they got kind of the same shape? <laughs> they got that same doughy body. <laughs> You think? <laughs> uh, I think that might be part of it. They both got weird hair. They've got, I mean, they've got a lot to base their friendship off of if oh it's superficial. God. They are the and same. And <laughs> they both want to like, you know, one's a dictator, one wants to be a dictator. Yeah, that's true. Huh. Well, they don't think that Trump is involved, though. They think, you know, he's on their side. He's the messiah. They also predicted... Multiple times More? that that John McCain would resign from the U.S. Senate, he did not. They How, okay, your <laughs> your first pre- month of predictions <laughs> doesn't go as planned. Then you're gonna like double down and still I mean, go for like maybe really big they think ones. If they throw out like thirty predictions, one will come true. 
<laughs> okay. Well, none are coming true, though. So yeah. I don't so feel like far, we just got to throw out more. <laughs> Swing and a miss. There's no meat on these bones. There is no meat on these bones <laughs> at all. And they're still like throwing bones out, hoping that it will collect some meat. Is that the proper use? I, don't, I think I don't. so. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> okay. Okay. They also predicted that Mark Zuckerberg would leave Facebook and flee the United States. Why in the hell would he ever leave his like cash cow? Dude's making bank off that shit. He's not leaving. Wait, yep. I thought they li- they would like him. They don't like him. He's like supporting their community by letting them, you know, put out advertisements. He's like the main source of their followers. Why would they look? I have no idea. Okay. Why they say any of this stuff? It doesn't True. make sense. Why am I questioning it? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to like put logic behind you it. You cannot. I, I know. Cannot put know. logic okay. at all. So, you okay, know, I'm going to, like, let all the thoughts like, out of my brain and just pretend like this is, you know, fresh, new information. Yeah. To sum up, there are a bunch of people completely off their rockers encouraging other people who are not stable in their thinking to do unstable things. And they're doing uh, a good job at it. They're, like, doing a good job, which is kind of shocking, but not, but yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Also, Q, the guy who started it all was, like, doxxed not that long ago, and it turns uh-huh. out he's, like, some dude who created, like, a chat site that mm-hmm. a lot of pedophiles use. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course you would want to point the finger at someone else when you're doing the exact same thing. Well, and he's like, I'm a sovereign citizen, so I'm not going to tell pedophiles not to, like, be pedophiles, but that I'm going to, like, accuse all the Democrats being pedophiles and then murder them all. Well, yeah, because if you get everyone else to look at some, if you're like, look at those are the pedophiles, then you could do all your, you can do all your ditlin on the side. And everyone's like. He was probably surprised that this is all working too. I I feel like all these people like him and Trump are kind of like, wow. Got to roll with it. And then the more you go into it, the more you kind of start believing it probably. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he's like, oh my God, I am the Messiah. I am making all these predictions that are not coming true but i have a lot of people following me yeah and when you're like one of those people and you're just surrounding yourselves with other people that think like that it's so easy to believe stuff when you're just in an echo chamber of people just Cult mentality. saying back what you are yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> fascinating so, you know that in turn makes them a more like a stronger more terrifying group because then they have the us versus them mentality plus they're like super violent it's like oh, yeah they're like stockpiling oh, yeah. guns and shit yeah oh my <laughs> have you ever watched bojack horseman yeah i love that show. okay we started watching it i tried to watch it like a while ago and i didn't get into it and then we watched it last night and there's this one episode where they're like they do like a bunch of drugs and then they're <laughs> holding like guns at each other and then like one's like i don't know if this is a broom or a gun and the other's like i don't know if i have the gun or the broom they're, like we just have to shoot at each other and then by the end of it they're like and the and the girl's like well i don't have a gun like i don't feel safe i don't have a gun and they're like oh my god if everyone had a gun then we wouldn't need guns, and we just solved the gun crisis. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the mentality. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> Give everyone a gun, uh-huh. then we all feel safe, we don't need the guns. Right, right. Yeah. Because we're all equally armed. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Makes and we sense. all know when that's, guns that's are like, involved. That is exactly like, their logic. 
when guns are involved, it's like no danger added to the situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So jumping back to Neely. Yeah. On, oh, yeah. That's where we started. On Facebook, she had pictures of herself at a Trump rally in a cute in a Q t-shirt that represent referenced the QAnon belief that JFK Jr. is still alive. And after, (laughs) (laughs) after being released on bail for the kidnapping charge, she filmed herself taking the QAnon oath, which I tried to look up what the actual oath was, but I couldn't really find it. They have an oath. I know it's cute. Boy Scouts, which is another big pedophile group. It's all connecting. Interesting. And all right. And then. So obviously, Neely isn't the only person to fall for Chris Hallett's nonsense. Unfortunately. Before her was a woman named Cindy um, Abkug from Colorado, Uh who was a fugitive on the run from the FBI, and she made her way to Chris's home in Florida to get his help on in her custody case. What? Uh Uh-huh. And he had convinced her that he could help get her son back from foster care. Abkug's teenage daughter allegedly tipped off the police to the plot, but Abkug fled the state ahead of her arrest and became a cross-country fugitive with the help from QAnon supporters. So she was, like, hiding out in all these other people's homes on her way to Florida. You don't know why she was a fugitive initially, why she was a... uh not sure i'm guessing it had something to do with her um, custody case Mm. according to the the police report abkug was plotting an armed assault on the (gasps) fost on the foster home with fellow armed QAnon supporters oh my god convinced by QAnon claims that the foster parents were pedophiles yeah. Oh, they're my gonna God. roll up to this person's house. Okay, even with guns. if they were pedophiles, which I'm not saying that they were, but even if they yeah. were, there are children in that house. Yeah. You're gonna roll up with guns to a house that's like housing children. Yep. To do what? Are you gonna go save all the children then? Yeah, you gotta free the children. <laughs> you yeah, just like set them free. <laughs> you know, like when you like break into a zoo to free the animals, you just like unlock all the cages and then let them live in their natural city life. You know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Sure, it's a lion, but he's smart yeah, enough to like just... learn how to live amongst us in a city. Right. Set the children free. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. Um, but then Abcuck eventually grew disillusioned with Chris's supposed legal abilities. Uh, Yeah. And she was later arrested by the FBI in Montana while okay. still on the run. That is so... Horrible. Here's this Uh woman who's, like, trying to get her children back. Then she, like, makes... She, like, meets up with the wrong people. And then she, Mm -hmm. like, really fucks herself over. So instead of just, like, trying to get her children back, now she's going to be in prison? Yep. Ugh. Yeah, you're not getting those kids back. No. So (sighs) Neely, like appeared to remain convinced that's his authority he doesn't like he's not a mom with kids oh no but he just has a lot of legalese that he spews out and then people are like well he must know he knows how to get my kids back so it's called 
research. <laughs> I'm sure you could find out that he's uh, not a lawyer. It wouldn't take uh, that much. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So she's convinced, you know, obviously before she kills him, <laughs> she's like, he can help me. And on her Facebook page, she described herself as an E-Clause agent. Cute. And now, like I said, because this case is still in court, there isn't much info yet on what changed or what happened between her and Chris. Uh But at some point, she kind of got fed up with him not actually helping her. And making her situation (laughs) worse? Yeah. Like, going based off his advice, she's going to... She's broken the law, and she's, like, probably going to go to prison. Right. The woman who the woman who was in the house during the time of the shooting, she told police that Neely had become convinced that Chris himself was involved in a plot to keep her children away from her. It was speculated that the victim was shot by Neely due to her belief that the victim might have been working against her or working to assist the government in keeping her children away from her. So I feel like I feel like that makes sense because if she's like you know, following his advice to get her kids back, and now she's in more trouble than ever. Mm-hmm. I feel like the logical next step would be like, well, now I'm definitely not getting my kids back. I need to blame someone for it. I'm going to blame him for it because I was following his advice. Right. On, like how to get my kids back, and now I'm never going to get my kids back. Right. Hmm. So after the shooting, she reportedly called her mom and alluded to allegations that Chris was involved in child trafficking. <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> Although there's no evidence yet of any kind to support that. But, you know, we do know that he encouraged people to abduct their own children. Like what? Like why? I just don't understand why Why that's what he chose to like focus on. I don't understand. Because the QAnon conspiracy of like these people, the state, be the country government being pedophiles... Like I said, he his thing is he wants to save, save the, the children, children. from mm. these deep state pedophiles mm-hmm. who took their kids to drink their blood and do nasty things with. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> if it's not planted in your brain, you're, it's not going to make any sense. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried to get indoctrinated by watching his videos, and I just could not make heads of what the fuck was going on. I wanted to see, I really wanted to, like, see what they saw and be like, what is it that's so appealing that makes sense to them? And it just did not click at all. Well, so. I mean, yeah, but I feel like that's just because you... You understand that humans are complex and we have complex issues and we have complex solutions for those issues. It's not, you're not like looking for a scapegoat. Right. Whereas these, the people who follow these kinds of things, I feel like maybe they're not as socially aware or they're not trying to be. So for them, they need an easy solution because they're not, they're right. not prepared to accept the fact that we have like a lot of problems as a society that have complex solutions. Right. And, you know, hive mind. Hey, don't bring bees into this. Speaking they're of a lot bees. Smarter. <gasps> Speaking of bees, it's holiday time. It's time for giving gifts. 
check out Humblebee Herbal. They've got some products where they do use like beeswax and support bees and they support local bee keepers. Get something for yourself or something for someone you love. It's very easy. Go on their website, humblebeeherbal.com. Order some stuff. You get 20% off when you type in code CRIMINY20 at checkout for 20% off your first order. Like I said, she was arrested and she is currently being charged as a fugitive, but is expected to be charged with murder when she's extradited to Florida because she's in Georgia right now. So who were the woman and child in his house? I have no idea. What? Someone that they knew. I mean, someone that he knew. Okay. It didn't specify, it didn't, like, say it, like, if they were... It, like, wasn't his child. Not that I know of, because okay. the the child, like, referred to him as Chris or Mr. Hallett. So I'm assuming that, like... Could have been another just... mother that's vulnerable, it... and he's trying to, like... It really could have been another mother who had kidnapped her child and brought him to him. Keep him in I, hiding. I'm not 100% sure. Uh-huh. So, uh, Chris's murder upended the e internet community, which has more than 2,000 fans on Facebook... As as Chris's Facebook fans expressed their shock, his partner, Kirk Pendergrass, predictably blamed Chris's death on the deep state in a YouTube live stream. He said, you know how the deep state doesn't like to be exposed. You know how that mom was part of the deep state? <laughs> that woman who like uh-huh. followed his advice and kidnapped her own children. You know that she was really like high up in the deep state. Mm-hmm. How, they can just spin everything. Yep. Um, Chris's friends mourned him on the E-Claw's Facebook page following his death. One woman wrote, Chris Hallett is now with the great cloud of witnesses the Bible so clearly talks about. Now- <laughs> Where? Give me that Bible passage, please. Cloud now of witnesses? <laughs> Please. I, I don't know. I don't know. Now he is cheering us all on to the finish. <laughs> Wait. Now he is cheering us all on to finish the enemy off and save our children from abuse. <laughs> You've been a bright light in this dark, dystopic nightmare. <laughs> I pray you continue to fight for us before the throne of God in heaven. You'll be sorely missed, but never forgotten. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but if there is a heaven, he's not getting in. (laughs) Neely's mother and sister say that Neely had been going downhill mentally Uh, and that when when she was arrested the first time on kidnapping charges, the government should have insisted on mental health treatment, but instead they just released her on bail. Yeah, that was a mistake. Her sister said they knew she was mentally unstable and then something horrible has happened and now she's gone forever. Yeah, which I agree with that. So I kind of another reason I wanted to just like do this case was because I thought it was interesting because at first I was just like, what? This woman just like walked into someone's house and killed this man in like supposedly cold blood. Yeah. And reading into it, I'm like, honestly, the world's not that bad off without him. No. <laughs> I don't want to be, like, mean or whatever, but he interfered in the lives of, like, children. And yep. I just... And ruined a lot of women's like, lives. Yeah, he needed to be responsible for his actions. He, like, had the... It's, like, consequences for your actions. If you're going to, like, destroy families, you know, and interfere, like, I don't, I don't really feel that bad. You kind of had it coming? Oh. Yeah. I feel like... 
I feel like maybe she was, she seemed like someone who was like on the edge anyway. Like clearly yeah. something happened for her children to be taken away. And right. she was in a very vulnerable place, just like wanting her kids back. So clearly, like, I feel like she was on the edge and then he just like pushed her over. Yeah. And well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, think the it... fact that she like, you know, kidnapped her kids and w- and I don't think you can get them back after that, really. Like, well, now you've murdered someone, so you're not well, on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like her like her whole purpose was to get them back. And then after following his advice, she found out that she like wasn't going to get them back. Yeah, I mean, I just. I agree. I think it's like it's tragic. I think a lot of people that are involved in things like QAnon and cults and religious um, cults and things where, like we were saying, they are in a vulnerable place in their lives and they need other people that are like them to feel included and feel like it's not just them and that the world is fucked up and that there's things that are out there to get them and they have things that they can blame and they have people that they can be like see it's happening to them too so it's not just me yeah and it's it's a dangerous situation yeah yeah it really is especially these days like yeah yeah there needs to we need more mental health we need a we need mental health available for everyone and we need it to not be stigmatized because there's nothing wrong with going and just talking to someone for an hour a week or whatever. And we need to restructure so people have resources. So they yes. don't get all burnt out. So they don't get to the point where they do lose their children. Like there need right. to be resources and communities for people to be part of that are healthy and helpful and not mm-hmm. like detrimental and just destroying the lives of people. Yeah. I mean, she was doing whatever she could to get her kids back. And she thought that she was doing like, you know, she was following the advice of this like pseudo lawyer. She thought she was doing what she had to do to get her kids back instead of like following, you know, the plan that I'm sure the social worker laid out for her. But she couldn't trust the government. So she lost everything. Ugh. The tossed salad and the scrambled egg. The tossed salad, a scrambled egg. The tossed salad. Salad and the scrambled egg. A scrambled egg. So a tossed salad is someone who clearly knows right from wrong and chooses to do wrong anyway. Right. So the tossed salad has more components. The person is able to compartmentalize. And a scrambled egg is someone who can't tell right from wrong and they're just completely scrambled. Just one component, one track mind. They're all kinds of mixed up. There's no focus. They're disorganized. Yeah. So I think that she was a tossed salad that kind of turned into a scrambled egg. Turned into an egg salad sandwich. I mean, I think she, I think her brain was eggy. Was egg salad-y. Yeah. Egg salad. (laughs) Her brain was egg salad-y, and I think that Chris is a to- was a tossed salad. And I mean, he's just like super dangerous. Yeah, he's one of the yeah, he's using like Well, I don't know. Maybe he was kind of scrambled himself though because he he probably got himself to believe in his own lies, to believe that he you know, it just seems like a lot of those people who follow this conspiracy, I just feel like maybe they were kind of on the edge at first and now they're just like full-blown 
mentally ill, like out of their minds. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's because uh, also to me, he's he's just like this predator that's taking advantage of vulnerable people. Yeah. And yes. to me, that's like he had the wherewithal like he he is a unless toss out he in my actually mind. believed that if you kidnapped your children you had like every right to do that and to like keep them but see i don't know that that's necessarily scrambled egg so much as uh the, and being in an echo chamber of other people just being like yeah 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 the government they're they're all pedophiles yeah look look with this proof that i have oh yeah i've got this proof too but i feel like, like that kind of scrambles you a bit like the more you sure. hear that the more you believe it the more you believe it the more you kind of lose touch with real like the shared reality that we're all part of that's valid I don't know that he was, like, part of it anymore. He's part of this, like, new world order where Trump is going to save us all and Mm -hmm. we don't have to follow the rules because we declared that we're sovereign. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. And it's, like, all happening right now and I'm sure there will be... I wonder what her plea is going to be. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like insanity in that moment where you just, Mm -hmm. you like lost it. You had no other choice. Like, Well, and you feel desperate. Like your one goal is to get your kids back. And now because of him, you'll never be able to get your kids back. That's, it's just gone. What's the point of life anymore? You don't have your kids. Yeah. Ugh, and those poor kids, they lost their mother. Mm Mm-hmm. All just because she wanted them back so badly that she just believed in yeah. this asshole. But like I said, I'm not sure that like too much is really going to come to light in the court case. Right. That I would have like a full episode to do a right, know, right. conclusion on. But it'll be interesting to see what she gets charged with. Yeah, I would be curious as to how her lawyer is going to play mm-hmm. that one. You think also, she got a lawyer from the QAnon society? I was going to say, I was going to say, also, it's kind of like, I don't know if it's irony, but it's like, okay, well, now you're a part of the court system, and you either have to, like, trust your court-appointed attorney, which is part mm-hmm. of, like, the government, what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it already seemed like she was kind of like the other mom who just, like, became disillusioned and was like, you gave me all this advice, and it led me way astray, maybe they're kind of like... Yeah, that yeah. clearly wasn't the right way to go about it. Maybe there's another way. Maybe I should have listened to, like, the court well, and followed really, the rules. When, when watching him blabber on and on and on, he if you just look at him and, like, how he postures, he looks like he knows what he's talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he talks like, like... Oh, yeah, I've had years of experience in law. I can tell you everything there is to know about law. Doing what? Watching Law and Order? Like, that's not... (laughs) I have years of experience in law, too, then. Like, what? Uh, I don't know. Watch one of his videos. It's... Or, like, two seconds of it, because he just goes on and on. But, like, yeah, it's really weird. Mm. (sighs) Anyway... That's what I have to say. (laughs) What's his name again? So we can look up videos. Chris 
Hallett, H-A-L-L-E-T-T. Well, don't get, indoctrin- don't get indoctrined, though. <laughs> yeah, that might be a dangerous. <laughs> Next episode. Like, I've got beef with you now, talking about my people. <laughs> I feel like I belong, finally, to a group. <laughs> oh, they understand me. <laughs> I feel like that's the other, I mean, because I'm kind of like a hermit and a homebody, so I'm not... I feel like I'm not really at risk, but then the, when you think you're not at risk, that's when you're most at risk. So maybe I will join. Yeah. See, join I that think group. like I think me being queer outcast anyway. It's like yeah. Uh, I already learned long ago that like I'm not gonna fit into a box. So well, definitely not that <laughs> box. No offense. <laughs> I don't think they want you. <laughs> they don't like people like me. I'm. You know, they think I'm a pedophile blood sucker so they certainly do certainly. <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't unfortunately i don't think those are your people i'm sorry to crush your dreams <laughs> i tried i watched his videos i tried to indoctrinate myself just didn't fucking work <laughs> oh <sighs> okay so mine uh, I got, uh, like, a lot of sources, so I feel like just look at the website or whatever for the sources, because it's, like, a lot. But I got okay. them from, like, Montana Standard and some, like, news sources and Billings Gazette and stuff like that, so I don't really want to go through all of them. It's, like, a lot. Wow. Yeah, because I, like... <sighs> I just keep doing this where I just find the ones where you just get like a sentence here, a sentence there. I'm like, I know it's so frustrating. Like most of it's copy pasted from wherever they got their original source, except for one little sentence where you're like, oh, I just wanted to use that. Well, and I've looked at so many sites where it's literally the exact story, like the exact word for word, what someone else wrote. And they just like post it on their thing. And I'm just like, that's not helpful. Yeah. And. I don't know how and, they like, get away I wanted with doing to do, that. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do, like, background information about these people, and I couldn't find Can't anything. Find yep. I was like, yeah. Actually, yep. I didn't check Wikipedia, which I probably should have. I'm thinking that now. Also, donate <laughs> money to Wikipedia. They need it. Yep. So, if you have any money, which, <laughs> if you don't, I don't, that's kind of, like, how it's going right now, so. <laughs> anyway. Okay. At 1.58 a.m., April 14th, 2018. Whoa. We both did recent, like, somewhat yeah, recent. Yeah. I just feel like one of these uh, days we're going to yeah. have the same one. I just I was it. worried as I was typing this one out, I was going to be like, have you heard of Chris Hallett? Just because I don't know why I thought you were going to, like, do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I kind of felt that, too. Well, not with this one, because I didn't think. But one of these days, I feel yep, like. It's going to happen. Also, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should be like, oh, I'm going to do this person because it's not like either of us have time to look it up or that we would want to. I like to be surprised, but. I guess. But then if we do any like heavy hitters where it's like well-known ones, then you're going to be like, oh, I already know it. But that's why I haven't really. Well, still, though. I I try not to do those ones because I think it's more interesting learning about new cases. Well, that and it would just take so much. Because those ones are, like, well-researched. It's just, like, some of them have, like, a long... Like, the Golden State Killer has, like, the longest... Oh, yeah. Fucking story. It's just, like, it would take, like, three days to tell it. Okay. So, back to 2018. Larry Price Jr. was reported missing by his wife. The Bluefield Police in Virginia, along with the Tazewell County Sheriff's Office... could be Tazewell, but it's T-A-Z-E. I feel like it's Tazewell. 
Hmm. County Sheriff's Office began an intense missing persons investigation that would later include the Virginia State Police's helicopter resources, canine resources, and hundreds of federal, state, and local investigative man hours. Whoa. So this is like a huge all-out search. Okay. At approximately 9 p.m. on April 14th, so later that day, Price was located by a driver who noticed him on the side of the road on Route 61 near Grattan, Virginia. Price was taken to the hospital and interviewed by a Bluefield Police Department detective. He told police that he was kidnapped by two strangers, drugged, and held against his will. He Whoa. said that he was taken to a business that he owns called Hog Pit Cycles in West Virginia. Okay. Wait. Where he said his keys were taken and the store's safe was robbed. He also oh. said that the men pointed a gun at him and stole his pocket knife and his 9mm handgun. Uh-oh. But when police reviewed security video from the motorcycle shop... From the hog pit? From the hog pit. They found no indication that the shop had been disturbed and no sign of a robbery or... Mm-hmm. There was no sign of this white van that he had described to the police. Mm. So they were like, what's the deal, dude? It doesn't seem like anything that you were saying happened. So the FBI got involved and they interviewed him. And then he changed his story. Uh-oh. He said he was kidnapped by a member of a motorcycle gang. Uh-huh. And then he said that he thought that he was kidnapped because he owed someone money. When asked who he owed money to or to whom he owed the money, Uh (laughs) Price said that maybe he should plead the fifth and that it was best to say... should have pled the fifth (laughs) (laughs) from the beginning. Well, but if you're going to claim that a crime has happened to you, it's a little harder. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, you were kidnapped. I plead the fifth. And you're like... (laughs) Okay, something's going on here. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a suspect, but now you are. (laughs) Yeah, now you certainly are. So he said he thought it was best to say that he made it all up and he needed to clear his head and that he disappeared on his own. Agents, (laughs) Agents also discovered that he had contacted a woman the day he was reported missing. He said that the woman managed a restaurant that he owned, and he denied having an affair with her. Oh, did she... they even ask? He's just like, <laughs> probably. Like, I mean, and I, I would never had that. an affair with her. By the way, I'll give you some more clues, but I never did any of this. I played stuff. the fifth, except for the affair thing. I will say, I did not have Definitely an affair with her. Definitely did it's like, not. Like, well, we're already do doubting your story, so. <laughs> oh. She eventually told authorities that she and Price had discussed him wanting to disappear, and she said that they decided to move into a house near her father's home and start a new life together, and his white Mercedes was eventually found at a park and ride, and he had Montana plates. Oh, shit, so he didn't want to be found. He's like, uh, I'm going to disappear. I'm going to make, like, one of those trees and split or something like that, and then he's like... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why I just tried to say that, but because uh, you're trying to recover from the meat and bones I, thing, and now you're just making it worse. <laughs> don't be Damn, throwing made up phrases true. at me. <laughs> I'll catch you every time. Oh, so okay. So his plan was he's gonna disappear, and then they were like, "Oh, he's missing." With his not mistress slash mistress, <laughs> right? And he's like, yeah. "Oh, he's missing." 
let's go find him. And then they found him and he's like, oh, I can't tell them that I just tried to well, delete I feel like, myself. I'll just say that I was robbed and kidnapped. Well, I think that he initially intended to escape with his mistress. Then his wife was like, he's missing. And then there was like the huge search for him. So then he was probably like, ooh, Someone's how am I going to get out of this? Me. Like, I'm not going to get out of the country this way. So I'll just have to, I'll just have to say that I was kidnapped because that's like the logical Right, right. Thing until right. they ask too many questions. Well, yeah, because you can't tell your wife, I just tried to run away from you and start a new life with my mistress. You have to be like, I was totally taken by a group of thugs. Or the police in the helicopters. <laughs> you have to be like, oops, sorry, guys. Oh, Just spending sorry, the weekend with my mistress. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't tell you. I was going to be gone this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so why would he stage a kidnapping? <laughs> what was happening was his schemes were starting to unravel. So Price had had several businesses ranging from restaurants to real estate in Virginia and Montana. He, and I guess West Virginia too, with his hog pit. Mm. He also embezzled about $20 million. <gasps> oh, that's a lot of embezzling. It's twenty million three hundred twenty-one thousand one hundred thirty-four dollars. Oh, from to be exact. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But then elsewhere, I saw like uh, different amounts. But mm-hmm. I mean, down to the four dollars, kind of like okay. <laughs> so he embezzled from about three coal-related companies. Uh, they were called Ninety M. LLC, which was a Wyoming company of investors looking to invest in coal mining projects. Then there was Three Blind Mice LLC, (laughs) which was another Wyoming company with investors seeking to invest in mining, and Single Peak Energy, which all these places are looking into, like, coal energy in 2018. It's like, you guys, what? Anyway, mm-hmm. I mean, that is kind of. I mean, for the investors and stuff, it's like it sucks that you're scammed out of that money. But like on the other hand, it's like, why are you investing in coal? Yeah, it's kind of on you, dude. Anyway, <laughs> so after, uh, after they found out that he had staged his own kidnapping and that he was like in trouble, he went in front of like a judge, and a judge blocked him from accessing accounts at fifteen banks. In three <gasps> different states, including what? Montana. The fuck? How do you manage 15 bank accounts? I mean, thank, you know, the universe that we have. Uh, <laughs> thank God banking. we're poor. Like, <laughs> oh, well, no. yeah, well, being poor <laughs> is helpful. You don't have enough to put in 15 bank accounts, but. I mean, I could put, like, you know, I'd get charged for not having enough money in the bank, which is the <laughs> stupidest thing ever, but. <laughs> Yeah. So, so his schemes, like, he would get money from these uh, companies, and sometimes he would just, like, pocket it. Other times, he would overcharge his investors and keep millions for himself, and he would move money through several banks, and then he would deposit it into his own personal accounts, often at Rocky Mountain Bank. So he was the vice president of surface activities at Single Peak Energy, and he also operated a Did private... Did you say circus activities? Surface. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. It'd be a jollier story. No, it wouldn't. Circuses are awful. Okay. 
<laughs> Unless it's Cirque, Cirque du Soleil. That's oh. cool. Yeah, where they don't use animals. They just are acrobats, and they're like acrobatting, they're and you're like, whoa! Contortionist, <laughs> so strong. Yeah. It's cool no, show. it's not a fun story like that. So, he also operated a private business called Three Solutions LLC, whose primary purpose was to supply chemicals to single peak energy. So, like, people like this who have, like, you know how they have, like, those shell companies to kind of, like, funnel money? Mm-hmm. Then they like he should have had some offshore accounts, which he probably did. I don't know, but he probably did. Uh, it's just insane, like handling all of this just to like scam the government out of like tax money, which we like desperately need because the poor are supporting this country. But anyway, so yep. <laughs> in the in the whole like scheme of things, two other. Tazewell County residents were also charged in defrauding schemes after being convicted. Oh, sorry. After being convinced by Price to move to Montana to work for him. So Todd Allen Irwin was given probation after pleading guilty to illegally possessing a firearm. The job that he accepted in part required him to live in Price's home and maintain access to Price's gun stash. What? My job is I organize the guns. Which held (laughs) 57 firearms. Why? I don't you know. have two hands. I don't know. I guess he's like a gun collector. I don't know. Or he's like, you know, well, forming his okay. militia. Ugh. Now I understand why you have to have a special man to, to maintain your, maintain your gun, gun collection. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a full-time job. Yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> would be. You have to, like, keep him clean. I, I doubt he's, like, oil? firing all of them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Gotta, yeah, you gotta make sure the dust doesn't get in. I don't know. But he, like, so he hired this dude to, like, maintain his gun stash. (laughs) But this guy already had a conviction from South Carolina, so he wasn't allowed to be around. Like, he wasn't allowed to have guns. And this guy's like, yeah, come down and be around 57 guns when you can't even be, like, around one. Wait, the guy guy that was in charge of watching the guns wasn't supposed to be around guns. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you're not allowed to possess any, so here's 57. Well, I mean, he's like, they're not on your property. You're not possessing them. They're in my house, in my gun vault or whatever. Except for he was he was living in the home with the guns. <laughs> Do you think he, like, slept in the same room as the guns? Like, I don't know. I feel like... Built a bed the... out of guns? I mean, I'm kind of picturing, like, this is, like, a big house, and there's just, yeah. like, a room, like, maybe a couple rooms full of guns. Uh-huh. That are like nicely displayed, yeah. and he's like living in. I would feel so <laughs> uncomfortable living in a house with that many guns. Yeah. But whatever. I know. <laughs> I don't understand rich people problems. I don't get it. No. So Irwin said he was the kind of person you didn't say no to. My wife right. refers to it, it was almost like a cult. Hmm. Oh, themes. Interesting. Themes. Okay. So, Irwin had worked for Price previously in Virginia. When the Montana job offer first came, Irwin said that he told Price he was happy living back east, but Irwin said Price responded that he'd send a jet out for Irwin to visit Montana. So, he's like, no, dude, I'm good. Like, I'm totally fine, like, living out here in Virginia. And Price is like, okay, I'll send the jet. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, okay, I guess. So, it was a similar story for... Zachary Rebel, 
Rubel, who eventually accepted Price's offer to work at the Single Peak Mine in Roundup, which I'm guessing is a place. Do you think that's where they make Roundup? Oh, God. If it is, they should just destroy that whole place. (laughs) Roundup is killing everything. (laughs) Fuck Roundup. Fuck Monsanto. Fuck it all. Please don't use Roundup, everyone. I feel like yeah. that's common sense let's at this not point. Round but it up. let's not support Monsanto and them killing bees in the world. So, Ruble or Rubble, I guess Ruble had initially declined the job. He too, saying he and his wife were happy in their newly built home in Virginia. Uh-huh. The two men had been teammates in junior high in Tazewell. Oh. But then Price did the same thing, where the guy's like, no, I'm good in Virginia. And he's like, I'll, I'll send out the jet. So he flew Ruble to Montana twice. And then he kept like being like, I'll pay you more. I'll pay you more. If you just move to Montana, I'll pay you more. So then he finally accepted, because he's like, everyone has their price, I guess. All right. Yeah. So Ruble also eventually pled guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud. And he received probation. In Ruble's case, the judge, prosecutor, and defense cast him as a good guy who couldn't bring himself to say no in a bad situation initially. So the defense said that his eventual opposition to Price's criminal activity later prompted the Cole executive's decline. So he, it was basically like the same for the two men. They were both like, no thanks. And he's like, too bad, you're going to do it anyway. And they were like, okay. And then eventually... Ruble was kind of like, dude, I can't be part of, like, your weird shit anymore. And then Price started to go downhill. Mm. So in one of Price's schemes, based on his reputation as a coal mining expert, he convinced three blind mice to lend him $7.5 million, saying that his business, Three Solutions, had a contract with a Pennsylvania coal company to install coal mining equipment. So he wanted that money for expenses, and then he said that he would repay $11 million on January 31st, 2018. Three blind mice signed an unsecured promissory note and wired Three Solutions the funds. The money was supposed to purchase a mine back east, as well as coal equipment that could create solid coal pieces from coal dust. What? I don't know if that's like, it must be like a real thing. (laughs) I guess. I I mean, all you really have to do is you just get those little Easter eggs and little plastic Easter eggs. Yeah. Fill them with coal dust and then It's like making bath bombs. (laughs) Right. Right. But don't, you know, don't crush it too much or else you'll get diamonds. Oh, that's true. Right. (laughs) But okay. So I'm thinking of like, if you've ever tried to work with charcoal, That shit is, like, it gets everywhere. Yeah. And it's, like, such a pain to work with. I can't imagine, like, sweeping up the dust and then, like, putting it into an Easter egg to smash it into, like, a solid (laughs) piece of coal. It just feels stupid. Like, let's just move away from, like, the coal industry, please. But I guess it's, like, alive and well, so it's good. Apparently. So, obviously, the equipment was never purchased, and I doubt the mine was ever purchased if it even exists. Yeah. So $6.9 million found its way into Price's personal banking account. Oh, look at that. How'd that happen? (laughs) During seven months of transactions, 
So he's just like moving it around for seven months, I guess, and eventually it just ends up in his account. So obviously he defaulted on the loan and didn't give them the 11 million that he promised. And then, yeah, so there's there's no contact between his business and the Pennsylvania coal mine, obviously. <laughs> he spent that money between October 11th, 2016 and May 30th, 2017. He spent it on an RV and boats with an S, multiple boats, which why? Wow. Because look, you gotta get the, you gotta have the smaller boat to go out to your bigger boat, right? The dinghy then or whatever. You gotta, yeah, and then you gotta have one of those like. You gotta take that bigger boat to like your bigger, even bigger boat, and then you take that even bigger boat out to like your yacht. It's basically those, um, re- those nesting dolls. That's with right. Boats. But of boats. <laughs> boats. Boats think, to boats to boats. Yeah. Something about. You gotta boat know. your boat to the bigger boat. To get to the even bigger boat. You know, we're experts in boating and all things boating. I totally so. know what a yacht is. You don't even yeah. need to ask me because I already know what it is. Yeah. So. You're going to need a boat to get to your yacht. I know that for sure. That's right. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I hate those. Right? People with boats suck. Like too many, but like, no, you're destroying the ocean with their damn boats. Okay. Yeah. They discovered a new species of whales. Amazing, because why? Because cruise ships aren't destroying their habitat and they're able to communicate with each other and find each other and then they're not, like, scared for their lives. If I can stop with the cruise ships, everyone, you're destroying the ocean and whales are, like, amazing, magnificent, ancient beings. Let's have some respect. And let's just say, like, it's, okay, when you're on a cruise ship, it's not like you're seeing that much cool shit anyway. Water looks like water and it looks like water. And that's all it looks like. And, uh, and then you're trapped on a little, a huge boat full of people that you probably don't really like. Sounds horrible. Yeah. Also, let's save the whales. Let's get back into that, right? I have my pins. Let's, like, produce some more <laughs> save the whale pins. Let's get it going. Those are, like, my heirloom. Those are, like, my prized possessions yeah. or my save the whale pins. Mom found another one the other day, so now I have two. <gasps> what? Yeah, I have two Save the Whale pins that I support at all times because that's, that's my cause. I, I support it, too. Yeah. Whales Anyways. have my heart. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so we also bought jewelry, obviously. and For his non-mistress? Con- <laughs> yeah, for his non-mistress. And building contractors and a non-mining-related business. So he's like, I need this for my mining business, but instead I'm going to buy... A different business. Right. And he also used it as cash to pay off personal associates and various credit card payments. So <laughs> he's doing good stuff with his uh-huh. embezzled money. <laughs> he was also in cahoots with Stephen Philip Casher, who's a Rocky Mountain bank loan officer. Oh. Best name ever. <laughs> Your name Casher, and you're cashing out those loans. Casher. Casher. Check. Seeing the name, it's a family name. We are all cashers. So my father there's... was a casher. My grandfather was a casher. My great-grandfather was a casher. I mean, all we can do at this point is be cashers. We're cashers. We're cashing out checks. Yep. So their scheme was that Casher 
<laughs> was one of the people responsible for approving bank loans to Larry Price Jr. Or one of his related companies. So obviously mm-hmm. he's going to like approve them no matter what. So Casher, along with several private investors, also made large private high interest loans to Price. So not only did his bank do it, but he also did it like personally. So Mm. although he helped Price approve like all these bank loans, neither Casher nor Price disclosed the private loans to his businesses. So conflict of interest, right? Uh Uh-huh. He never informed Rocky Mountain Bank that he had a conflict of interest that might impair his impartial impartiality to reviewing loans involving Price. So in September of 2014, Rocky Mountain Bank loaned H&P Investments $3.75 million. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Price in- was in control of HP Investments, and he acted as an unlimited guarantor of the loan. What? So Casher was one of the bank officials who approved this loan and was responsible for collecting Price's personal financial statement and pro- and providing it to the bank. So what they did was, a few days before the bank loan, Casher, along with a private investor, privately loaned Price $900,000, So then he has, like, money in the bank to approve the loan. The private loan was specifically concealed and omitted from the personal financial statements that Casher had arranged for Price to sign on the same day the private loan was executed, resulting in a false entry in Rocky Mountain Bank's books. Wow. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I magically have $900,000 in my bank account to back up that loan, showing you that I could repay it eventually. But really, it's just, like coming from the bank loan dude and some other dudes. Oh, man. That's, I mean, I don't want to say that's clever, but that's clever. It's kind of clever. No, it's kind of clever. I mean, he's a cashier. He's been in the business. His grandfather was a cashier. They know how to cash. It's in his blood. Yeah. Yeah. They cash all day. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, in June 2015, so that was in September of 2014, in June... Uh, 2015, Rocky Mountain Bank loaned seven lands holding approximately 1.18 million. Guess who was in control of seven hand- lands holding? Price. The one and only. So he also acted as a personal guarantor of the loan for that one. And he used this loan to buy five houses and turn them into rental properties. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wha- I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I if I could get a million dollars, I'd buy five houses too and make them rentals. Fuck it. Well, yeah, you're not you're not buying them in California if you're doing that. Five you can houses get, like, two for a million dollars if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. No. So I looked into real estate because I got like really curious when I was like looking into real estate in. Uh, Billings, Montana, mm-hmm. and I mean they have a range. They definitely have right. a range, but you can buy like a really nice house for like four hundred thousand dollars, like a nice house. And then I got curious because uh, our cousin Stephanie lives in Lafayette, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You can buy like a fucking nice house for like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I was like, holy shit! They even had a house on there that was like in bad condition for like thirty thousand dollars. I was like, what the fuck? I could buy a whole house for like $30,000? Yeah. 
You could, but then you have to live there. No, I know. I know. And then I like, and then I had a reality check where I was like, okay, I'm not trying to live there. And then I looked at California real estate and I was like, God damn it. You'll never be able to own a home. (laughs) I I couldn't even afford like a plot of land. No. Anyway, to like put a yurt on or something. I don't know, but. But then there's probably like some kind of rule where you can't put a yurt on it. You have to like have, you know certain things before excuse you me i am a sovereign citizen <laughs> i can do whatever the fuck i want you know what i don't even have to pay for that land i'm just gonna like camp out on it and be like your rules don't apply i live yeah. here now this is yeah. mine you'll have your living yurt and your gun yurt gotta have a gun yurt manifest destiny i'm <laughs> white and i picked this land and i will murder anyone who comes on it <laughs> basically how america was born Hooray! yeah i think they probably believe in that shit too yeah. I mean, they're, like, racist already. So, anyway. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. In early 2015, several private investors associated with Casher loaned price $1.5 million. Casher uh, brokered the deal and eventually received $20,000 as a thank you from the private investors. Wow. Can you I imagine be by private investors? Right? Can you imagine <laughs> someone just being like, "Oh, here's like a little thank you. We'll just slide here's you 20 grand." What in the fuck? Damn. Dude, we got to find out how to get rich. This is like bullshit. Got to get become scam artists. I think that's what I'm learning. <laughs> I mean, there are people who like make $20,000 a year and are trying to survive off that. And this is just like a one-time like, "Oh, you arranged a deal." Let me just like, well, I can get people together. I could like fucking introduce people to other people. If I knew people, help out, but. Yeah. Yeah. If I knew people. (laughs) I'd be introducing people all fucking day. (laughs) Okay. So one of the homes that Seven Lands Holding was buying, remember he uh, Mm. bought five homes. Right. One of them belonged to Casher. Hmm. And. As a result, he was removed from Rocky Mountain Bank's chain of approval. So what? because he because the house was owned by because he a gave client? him a loan, yeah, because he gave him a loan to buy houses, and one of those houses was his. So that's kind of like sketch. So Nevertheless, though, mm-hmm. Casher wasn't deterred. He provided lender Did you information. Say he wasn't a turd. I said he wasn't deterred. Oh. <laughs> He was a turd. He was, in fact, a turd, but he was not deterred. Now it sounds bad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> deterred. He wasn't like okay. the turd. I mean, he was. He was kind of like he was a turd. I don't know that he was the turd. That was not deterred. Okay. Uh. So. Casher provided lender information on the loan and was involved in preparing loan documents, even though he wasn't supposed to be. Neither Casher nor Price informed Rocky Mountain Bank about the $1.5 million private loan before the bank had loaned their $1 million, $1.18 million. Well, yeah, they're not going to be like, oh, that money in his bank account came from us. It's not really his. And uh, Right. So they like totally <laughs> misrepresented his net yeah. worth. Mm-hmm. And then Casher personally profited from this loan 
Mm. Because he received a large portion of loan funds from the sale of his house. So I don't know. Maybe he, like, overcharged for his house. I don't know. So in another scheme, Price convinced 90M's investors to appoint him as a company representative to help it buy and develop a coal mining property in Tazewell, Virginia, and to help develop other coal-related ventures. This guy must have been, like, a smooth operator, right? He just, like, rolls in. He's like, you guys, guess what? I'm your new representative, and I'm going to help you buy shit, so give me money. And they're like, cool. I've got a great opportunity for you. and know a lot of coal jargon. I'm going to say, sound like I know what I'm talking about. You're going to give me the money. I'm going to get you that coal thing. Going to be in another state, though, so you can't really verify it quite yet. I get Coffee it. All right. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on board, right? Yes. Okay. So, Price engaged in a series of deals with other companies on behalf of 90M, in which he solicited about $13.5 million from the firm, <laughs> of which $10,475,000 was fraudulently obtained. Wow. So most of it was fraud. <laughs> wow. So I, what I'm learning from this is there's still a shit ton of money in coal. What Apparently. the hell is happening? <laughs> well, Trump did, uh, like, probably tweeted his, like, return to coal and then was, yeah. like, trying to get that shit on board. So Bring America that's... back. Send the children into the mines. They're smaller <laughs> and can get the coal out faster. Look, we don't approve of abortion because we need those tiny hands to go into those mines. Get oh, but you can't be. But see, you can't be digging holes and putting kids in them because then the Democrats go in and try and molest Ooh, them and drink their blood. That's right. So that's kind of a problem. Well, the mines aren't tunnels. Just don't let the mines be tunnels. The mines okay. have to have like an end, <laughs> and that's not a tunnel. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And then they're like, "Oh, did you feel that earthquake? It's because of the like." blowing up of like these tunnels that the democrats are it's like oh my god you guys no no stop it stop being crazy everyone let's get it together (laughs) and with this pandemic and people like staying at home it's like you're just crazier although i feel like the southern a lot of the southern states aren't actually taking it seriously and they're like still going out and about so i don't think life has changed for them much Right. They're still able to, like, walk around like nothing's happening. Until they drop dead, but... God's going to protect them. He's not going to let them get sick. Okay, anyway. Except for all those pastors that have died. (laughs) You know. (laughs) See, that's also, like, their comeuppance. Okay. Meanwhile, as all this is happening, as an employee of Single Peak Energy, Price fraudulently induced the company to buy coal-related equipment from a firm knowing that the firm would not actually provide the equipment. Right. (laughs) So the firm funneled money to Price through a bank account registered to Three Solutions. The scheme defrauded Single Peak Energy of about $2.4 million. On the one hand, are you that upset that all this money that these people are going to funnel into coal isn't being funneled into coal. It's just going to this guy's bank account? His, yeah, I mean, buying some yeah. nice boats instead of... <laughs> no, I don't approve of the oh, boats. Oh, none of the boats. If the boats the weren't boats. involved... <laughs> the boats are the real problem okay. here. That's the issue here. 
That's the main problem is the boats. Yes. Always the boats. <laughs> Unless he's buying sailboats. Fucking sail your little ass off. I don't care. <laughs> row rowboats are fine. Or rowboats. Okay, yeah. Yeah. If they're a human or a naturally I don't know how to say renewably fueled that it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> Just stop with the noise. The whales yeah. can't hear each other if you're like fucking noisy all the time. Just like stop That's the stop bottom it. line. Silence your boats. The bottom line is save the whales. Stop being selfish. We have right. to share this earth with like lots of other beings. So you're not that important. Gay men, sister. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in April of 2018, the 90 like 90 but 90 m investors began to question some of the transactions involving price and had confronted him on the telephone by then he had moved back to virginia his former residence so on april 18th 2018 Mm -hmm. so finally someone's catching wind on april 18th 2018 price learned that 90 m was sending representatives to confront him about the fraudulent transactions so he then contacted the woman that he knew that was not his mistress and was going to hide out at her house. Right. The same day his wife reported him missing in Virginia. And then that's when they had like the huge, huge reaction. So Larry Wayne Price Jr. was 40 from Billings, he pleaded guilty in December of 2018 to three counts of wire fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and making false official statements. Uh, he was released and allowed to report to prison. And then his attorney, Jennifer DeGraw, recommended no more than two years in prison, telling the court that home confinement was a fair punishment. Yeah, How it's all, is it's, that it's ever all these white-collar crimes where it's like, oh, he was just embezzling millions of dollars. He's fine. Just leave him at home. It's not violent. Yeah. No, that's such bullshit. Mm-hmm. She said her client had lung damage from coal mine work and uh, was at an increased risk if he got the coronavirus in prison. Sorry, but he's, like, promoting coal-based things. He wasn't going to actually... You know, they well, weren't going to pay really out. promoting it. But he's like, all his schemes were based around coal. Because he was a coal expert. I mean, if you got the black lung, I guess you might, you probably know a little bit about coal. I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that was just the. Uh, prosecutors recommended a sentence of five to six years, which still. Uh... <laughs> and then he was sentenced to five years in federal prison and three years supervised release. What? This dude stole over $20 million from like investors and companies. And and then some of them were like, you know, people who worked for those companies who invested in those companies. And then like all their like retirement money and stuff, you know? Yeah. Not that we know what retirement yeah, is. Yeah, what but... is money? You <laughs> <laughs> keep talking about Never it. Never seen it before in my life. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what it is. <laughs> when it's like this amount, it's like who? That's not even real. Mm-mm. So then they were going to determine restitution later on. The judge said 
The defendant's crimes resulted in staggering financial losses and harm to many people, including some who lost their entire life's savings, all so he could live in luxury. Today's sentence is a warning to anyone considering looking for easy money from others. You will be caught and you will go to prison. This case also serves as a reminder to all investors to be sure to do thorough due diligence before investing. Seriously. Yeah. Like that kind of money? Oof. Here's the thing, though. They're like, oh, yeah, uh, restitution. Oh, I'm sorry. That was an attorney who said that. That wasn't the judge. But, like, restitution determined later. He can just, like, hide all that money Uh and be like, oh, I'm broke. Uh Like, I I spent all that money on boats and stuff. Like, yeah, take my boats. But really, he's still, like, a multimillionaire. It doesn't affect, like, the white-collar criminals, like, doesn't affect them. No, They go to a federal prison, big whoop, you come out with, like, millions of dollars that you stole. Yeah. So, some of his money went to building a 26,000-square-foot mansion in Billings, Montana. Holy shit. On a 108-acre lot. What? The mansion construction costs were about $10 million. The property has 10 bedrooms. Oh, my God. bathrooms. This is what he built after he got out? No, no. This is what he's building while he's stealing all the money. This is where, like, half the money is going, basically. Oh, shit. A 14-car garage. Oh, my God. A five-story elevator. And the elevator is, like, round, and then it has, like, a custom-made spiral staircase going up around the elevator. It has an indoor shooting range. So for all 57 of his guns. Three outdoor swimming pools. A bowling alley. It's got, like, a home theater. It's got multiple kitchens. I think there were, like, three kitchens. Oh. Is it... Is it is this still available? Can we buy it? Yes, yes, you can. No, what? it's for sale. It's for sale. I, was I think they went like oh my god. No, you should look it up. I think they went like thirteen, like almost fourteen million dollars for it. Wow. But it's like you could house so many people in this fucking like. How do you even afford to heat something like that? <laughs> Seriously. In the winter in Montana, it's gonna be fucking cold. Yeah, you have fireplaces, but like that's gonna be expensive too. Damn. Anyway, that's where my mind always goes when people are, like, in these mansions. I'm like, how do you afford to, like, cool that shit off or heat it up? That's insane. Well, I mean, money is no uh, uh, is no bone on no meat. What? No, no. meat on that bone. There's no, he's got all lots the meat on of the meat bones, on that bone. So. <laughs> so he designed it to invoke the feeling of a modern-day castle. So it has turrets what? and a moat what? with a drawbridge. Holy shit. It has, like, this long-ass driveway. It's got, like, a gate in the front, and then it's got this, like, super long driveway to drive down. In the first, like, living area, it's got, like, wood and the spiral staircase. Wow. But it's, like, at that point, you're just building it to just build a giant house. Oh, you yeah. You know? You're not going to house, like... 20 of your closest friends. Wow, that elevator thing is crazy looking. I mean, it's not like he did a good job. It's like it's custom work. It looks fuck. nice. <laughs> yeah. But then the first kitchen's like tiny too. I like didn't understand. He had like this grand like living area and like this pretty small kitchen. Yeah. yeah this is insane. Yes. The elevator reminds me of those like sucky tubes, you know, like yeah. the bank or whatever. <laughs> what are those called? Yeah. I don't know what they're called. It's just like yeah, surrounded by a staircase. Yes. 
fucking insane. It's insane. The couple that he hired to build the house, they also eventually pleaded guilty to tax evasion. <sighs> James and Tim Lynn. Tim Lynn. Timmy Lynn. Tim Lynn. Timmy Lynn. Tim Lynn. <laughs> Kissling. Owners of Kissling Quality Builders. They admitted to not paying $320,000 in taxes. This shower, you could fit like five people in. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, we'll have to put that link on too because it's like fucking insane. (laughs) Oh my God. The closet is bigger than my house. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Oh, sorry. Continue. So anyway, they they admitted to not paying $320,000 in taxes. In doing so, they avoided reporting more than $800,000 in profits on the mansion's construction Uh for Larry Wayne Price Jr. In their case, federal prosecutors accused the couple of working with Price to hide their income from constructing the mansion. Mm, They built a separate... $526,000 home for themselves and rolled it into the cost of of their client's $10 million mansion. Well, you know. (laughs) He Okay, so then Price deducted the cost of that home. So the compensation was never reported to the IRS's income. Uh Uh-huh. So they're like, just pay for us to build, like, our own house, and we'll just say that we put it into your house construction, and then we won't have to, like... Do anything. So then on on financial reports for the mansion's construction, the Kissling home was identified as the Price Guest House, <laughs> even though it's not on his property. So in year two, which I don't understand why you're going to build this huge ass mansion. Why don't you just build a bunch of cool guest houses? It's because it's about the appearance. It's about like they're building a well, castle. Yeah. They are. It literally. They are. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, it was, yeah. So in year two of the mansion's construction, the Kisslings needed $275,000 for a Wyoming land buy. So Price loaned them the money. The loan was then listed as a construction cost for the Price guest home instead of compensation paid to the Kisslings. Mm. So the money that paid for the Kisslings home. Oh, wait. So they also got like land out of it, too. What? So they they did plead guilty, but they they disputed the IRS. The IRS said that they owed about seven thousand more than what they said that they owed. Where it's uh, like you're in the hundreds of thousands yeah, of dollars. Sure. Who the fuck cares about seven thousand dollars? Yeah. So the maximum penalty for two counts of tax evasion is five years in prison, which is like what the dude got and a hundred thousand mm. dollar fine. Right. Plus prosecution costs and three years of supervised release. James Kissling is 51 and Timmy Lynn is 44. So they basically got the same amount of time for tax evasion as this dude did for like defrauding companies and like embezzling money. Yep. White collar crimes. And what'd they get? They got one house for like half a million and then they got some property for like a quarter of a million. Well, yeah, but if you think you're not going to get caught, then, like, you got fucking a house. Well, no, I know I'm saying, but they didn't get, like, one dude got over $20 million. Yeah. They got a house and some land, and they're they're serving the same amount of time as he is. Right, 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 yeah. That is Basically. fucked up. But he also... Because the IRS has, wants that money. Exactly. I was going to say, he has more money, so he can be like, well, how about, how about I just serve this much time? 
So I'm just going to spend it all in my mansion at my own yes. movie theater. Yes. What the fuck with leather seats? Yeah. This is insane. There's a hundred so, pictures on this Zillow. It could, it could all be yours for fourteen million dollars. So I think one of the, I think the Three Blind Mice Company, they're the ones who like got it as kind of like payback. So it's like under their name, I think. I think they're the ones who are like trying to sell it now. Mm. But like, I don't know. No offense, but who's gonna pay fourteen million dollars to live in like a giant mansion in Montana? Where it's gonna be really expensive to like heat the shit out of that place. But if you have the the money to buy it, you've got the money to heat it. I guess, but we have to like go in with like a bunch of people. I just don't. No. I just, like, good luck. You just don't, I don't understand think being rich. Million for it. You just don't. I don't understand, understand it. Okay? I don't understand it. But also, <laughs> it has I just a little like... bowling alley. What the hell? Yes. Also, I felt like it could have been a much bigger bowling alley. It could have been. You know? Yeah. And then there's like there's like bathrooms in there that have like stalls. stalls. Yeah. What, maybe it's yeah. for like the pool area. Or like the shooting range. Yeah. Maybe he like invites people over. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was going to use it as like offices or some kind of like entertainment. I mean, really, you don't really have to leave. Why would you have leave. bathroom stalls in your own home, though? For guests, when you have parties. And with a house like that, you're going to have events. That's so bizarre. It would right? take someone, like, days to clean that house. Well, you're not cleaning You'd it. Have you have, have staff. Like, you would have to have a staff. Of Yeah, this house needs a staff. Of, like, multiple people for just cleaning the house. That's, like... I can even keep like a 400 square foot house clean and they have to like 26,000 square feet. Jesus Christ. So I found it because I was on something and it was like the story behind the biggest house in Billings. And I was like, what? And then I was like, I want to see pictures of this house. And then it like went to this whole article. They like didn't put any pictures of the house and they had like this whole article. Oh, and I, I hate was like, that. You're talking about the house, put pictures. I know. And then I like read the article and I was like, all right, that's kind of interesting. But also I kind of just wanted you to look at the house because it's insane. <laughs> Can we like... Well, and Go out the, there some... and dress like we're rich people and take a tour and pretend we're going to buy it. And like, pip, pip, cheerio, yeah, we're here it. to buy a house. But then I feel like some of his choices were weird. Like I said, that one kitchen was really small. <laughs> some of the bedrooms look kind of small. Okay, and well, then there are like huge bathrooms where it's like. I mean, here's the thing. Well, you like... put a couch in there and like hang out in the bathroom. Like, I don't understand. It seems like it. I mean, I just want to go look at this house in real life. It's insane. You would get lost in there. You would get lost in there. I was thinking like multiple families could live in there and you would never see them ever. (laughs) Yeah. You have guests over and they could stay for like months and you'd think they were gone. Oh my God. Estimated monthly cost. Guess how much? It's got to be like hundreds of thousands. Oh. (laughs) Wow. Why? (laughs) 61,086 but that's just like that's not inclu- oh, well that's God. not including like heat or anything that's just like to or like to property pay the mortgage. tax i don't know if montana has property tax but property tax no yeah, it is utilities the, the property tax there is 10,927 a month a month a month fuck <laughs> that's like what the fuck wow <laughs> wow let's get you know it what? i mean i guess that one business has it but he could probably like get out of prison have like money hidden and just like buy his house again probably how could you even furnish that thing oh my god 
That's why we're going to get into the coal business and oh, the ice business. Ice and coal. We're sell coal and ice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then we can buy a house. We can have a house built like a castle with a moat. A, a moat. fucking moat? Mm-hmm. That's ice money right there. <laughs> That's fucking ice money. I bet his wife was pissed when he, she found out he had a mistress. She was like, I'm going to live in that castle, not this mistress. He could have his mistress. He could have like six different mistresses in that They wouldn't know about castle, each other. And no one would see each other ever. <laughs> they wouldn't know. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, I'm going down to the shooting range. I'll see you in a week. And she'd be like, cool. Bye. <laughs> Did you see all the kitchens? Yeah. What are you going to do with that many kitchens? And they all have those like super nice stoves. <laughs> it's like, know. wow. That whole house is, like, coal-powered, probably, though, so that's not good. Oh, my God. There's, like, a big coal furnace in the basement that you have to feed it with a shovel. You gotta have the dudes, like, shoveling, like, in Titanic. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm picturing, too. (laughs) Okay. Like, oh, someone wants to make some food. We got a shovel. (laughs) Yep. The toss salad and the scrambled egg. So, uh, dude's a toss salad because he is doing for it all for the sure. castle. For sure. <laughs> Everyone go check out this house. It's unreal. I'm still in shock. Someone get that house and invite us. <laughs> We'd love to come stay for a few years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you won't even know we're there. We'll we'll use the small kitchen and the, uh, we can live in one of the closets even. They're huge. Oh my God. That'd be bigger than what I've been living <laughs> And it has storage inside the closet. Oh my god, what an idea. Storage? (laughs) What? That was an interesting one. White collar crimes are always like super interesting because a lot of it is like scamming people by just like convincing people of certain things and then getting them to pay you money. Just being like confident. Yeah, it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, and I wanted to find out more about, like, because he was like, oh, you, like, ruined people's lives and took their life savings and stuff. I think it's just people who, like, invested in the companies or whatever, maybe. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find out more about, like, what it like what he actually did, but it was, like, really hard right. to find anything. Right. And I was just looking at the house the whole time, so really. <laughs> I want to go back and look at all the pictures again. They're just, like, amazing. Oh, my God. I did it, like, ten times. <laughs> There's literally a so hundred pictures. It's so unreal. Yep. It's amazing. Yep. I'm just going to daydream about living in that castle. I just feel like it'd be cold and you'd get lost. I mean, isn't that what living in a castle would be like anyway? You're just Hopefully re- there's good cell reception. <laughs> <laughs> and like maps on the walls. It's like, you are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need those. Definitely. <laughs> it's important. If you... Okay, like... Imagine if you, like, live there and you have, like, kids there, you would never see your children. You can, like, figure out where oh they are. Oh, my you God. Can, you'd, like, never. Hide and seek would be epic. I no one would ever find anyone. I was just going to say that. Ever. Could you imagine? You could, like, invite your whole class over to play hide and seek. You could invite the whole fucking city of Billings over to play hide and seek and no one would find anyone. And now for the portion that we like to call Criminy Six, where we tell you silly stories about crime that make you forget the terrible things we just told you. I have this update, kind of a little bit more info on uh, something that you told us last week, I believe. I got this info oh. from Queerty.com, and the oh. article says. 
Yet another absurd detail has emerged in the story involving that anti-gay lawmaker from Hungary who was busted trying to escape a gay sex party in Brussels, Belgium in late November. The party organizer says when the soiree was busted by the cops, several of the guests (laughs) assumed the interruption was all a part of the plan and immediately tried to unzip the officer's pants. (laughs) (gasps) 59-year-old Joseph... Sager is a super conservative member of the European Parliament, or rather he was until he resigned after being caught quite literally with his pants down in a room full of naked men at an event dubbed a daddy orgy. If you'll recall, he fled through a window and was caught climbing down a drain pipe. David Manzelli is the person who organized the art. Man. Manzelli. He's the person who organized the orgy. Speaking to the Daily Mail, he explained, We don't sit around drinking tea. People are here for sex. Manzelli. Like, <laughs> <laughs> duh. <laughs> Manzelli, 29. This went... isn't your average tea party, okay? <laughs> exactly. I don't know where you got that information. <laughs> Uh, Manzelli, 29, went on to explain that the party was originally to host 10 COVID-cleared guests. However, those guests brought their own guests, and things got a bit out of hand. Taking tea. (laughs) Suddenly, my whole living room was full of cops, he told Brussels-based Dutch-language news outlet Het Latse News in a separate interview. They immediately started shouting, identity card, now! But we weren't even wearing pants. How in God's name could we quickly conjure up our identity card? (laughs) And to add to the chaotic scene, Mansley said some guests tried to unzip the pants of the policemen. (laughs) Photos and videos obtained by Hungarian tabloid Blick show the room where the orgy happened decorated with black cobwebs, skulls with glowing eyes, devil tridents, and other Halloween motifs. <laughs> the apartment was located above a bar that was furnished with overstuffed couches and mattresses sewn strewn across the floors and oh, placed God. conveniently in the center of the room appears to be a lube station. Or is that hand sanitizer? Conveniently? <laughs> Hopefully it's both. <laughs> Ew, do you think those mattresses had like... Fitted sheets on them? I hate a mattress without a fitted sheet. Yes, of course they had a fitted sheet. At least I'm telling myself that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing. This one says, (laughs) 8.28 a.m. A Lamfer Court woman said her son was attacked by a cat. And the cat would not allow her to take her son to the hospital. Oh. <laughs> what? Cats are bitches. I don't even understand that. What the cat like <laughs> like attacked the woman from getting into the car or something? Or like Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh okay, stop me if you've heard this one. This one's from Ozarksfirst.com. Kimberly George Ragsdale attempted to get free food from Chick-fil-A by pretending to be an FBI agent. (laughs) What? The Polk County Standard Journal reports, employees were apparently not convinced and called 911 to report the woman. According to the news outlet, this is not the first time Ragsdale has attempted to get free food and has threatened to arrest (laughs) employees when they don't provide the food. 
When the officers arrived, Ragsdale reportedly continued to claim that she was a federal agent. She allegedly told officers that she had no identification because her credentials were electronic only. Officers placed Ragdale in handcuffs. <laughs> officers placed Ragdale in handcuffs and arrested her. She reportedly pretended to talk to a supposed radio in her shirt, <laughs> reporting that she was being arrested and that the FBI needed to send someone to, to the Rockmark Police Department. In a statement, did she like expect people to show up? I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe she just expected them to be like, oh, oh, she's actually talking to someone. Let's let her go. She's calling someone in. We got to let her go. (laughs) In a statement obtained by the Polk County Standard Journal, Rockmart Police Chief Randy Turner said, we are thankful for the observant and professional staff at CFA who who knew what to do and gathered the info needed for us to make our case and catch her in the act. We would like to inform our citizens to call 911 if someone is claiming to be an officer if they aren't in a marked car or in a proper uniform or if they don't have proper credentials. According to the arrest report, Ragsdale was charged with impersonating a public officer. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. All right, here's one. 7 p.m. September 25th, 200 block of Anchor Avenue. Officers conducted a traffic stop and arrested the driver for possession of cocaine. The driver admitted he had recently used cocaine to celebrate the completion of a drug rehab program. <laughs> you got to celebrate. You know, it's all those Let's little get some It's those little accomplishments in life. You've got to celebrate. <laughs> That's right. And what what better way to celebrate than with cocaine? Yeah, it's the only proper way. <laughs> Oh, here's one. Police were informed February 25th by a resident of the 1000 block of Raritan Drive that a family in the area is taking over the minds of local dogs and turning them against their owners. Police were advised by the person that the only way to protect protect a dog is to install an anti-force field on its head before letting the animal go outside. And I'm going to venture to say that that anti-force field is probably some tinfoil. <laughs> okay, I have one more. One more. Okay. A caller on West Point Avenue reported that a belligerent squirrel <laughs> was preventing him from using his boat dock. The caller said he knew nothing could be done about it, but he wanted officers to know what kind of squirrels are running about in the community. What? How are these li- how are these little pets preventing people from doing things? Oh god. That's amazing. Like I I'm just imagining this squirrel just wanting to fight. Just like drunk and like come here, I'll punch you right in the face, buddy. Get over here. A belligerent here. squirrel. <laughs> oh man. Damn. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah. Well. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our sponsor, humblebeherbal.com, for good gifts for yourself and others. Uh, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We will be talking at you next week. Thanks. Thanks. Goodbye. Don't be oh. a belligerent squirrel. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
Hot Cheetos, delicious going in, painful coming out. It's good. Just power through.